This podcast may contain adult themes and triggering topics. Please be kind to yourself if you get triggered by what we discuss. Also, this isn't a substitute for therapy or counseling. Please listen to the appendix at the end for some of our recommendations for resources that will help you find a qualified mental health care provider. Now, we take you to a time in the near future where emotional abuse has been appropriately deemed a crime and the survivors find a home to reclaim their lives and freedom. This is Haven, and these are the stories of the Reclaimers. Julia, I'm happy to see you. Hey, I thought you'd gone on leave. Uh, I was expecting Sonia. I asked Sonia to cover an intake, so you could be my last session. Addie's picking me up later today, and we're headed to the birth retreat. <gasps> is she in labor? No, but she booked us a week in advance so we could have a little baby moon. Oh, <laughs> that's so thoughtful. I'm really, really lucky to have her. She's the kindest and best of partners. Oh, I just love that you radiate that. It really gives me hope. <laughs> you deserve a lot of hope, Julia. You deserve every good thing. I always like to assume best outcomes, so... I'm thinking you won't be here when I return six months from now. But a reminder, this is on your schedule. Take your time, okay? Thanks. I needed that reminder. You're welcome. You know how a while ago I got your permission to chat with your art group leader about your writing? Yeah. She showed me what you wrote this week. Of course. I'm. It needed to be said. Tell me how you're feeling now. I just need to vent about how hard it is to face all this. It's like a breakup and coming back from war all rolled into one. I get that. That's a really good description. I feel like I've got the trauma all mapped out, but I'm worried about the breakup part. I'm spending all this time sorting through what's my responsibility, what's his, and though Mm. that's helping, I'm really struggling to focus. I keep getting distracted by the lies he told me in the beginning. Like what? Oh, he told me he'd never loved martial arts until I came along. (laughs) How did that make you feel? Loved. So loved. Doing things with me is my love language. And then what happened? Uh, Well, during the devalue phase, he said that I expected too much of him. That he never intended to do martial arts. He just intended to watch. And then? He said that he couldn't handle how demanding I was. That I was a terrible wife because I never thought of him when I made plans. Okay, how do you feel now? Rotten. Ugh, just walking through that makes me feel bad all over again. Yes, that's what he intended. He wants you to feel horrible so he can believe that even after you're gone, he still has a hold on you. Right? Oh, this sucks. I hate this. It's beyond frustrating to know that he still has this power and control over my brain. I'm just so enraged. May I have your permission to use my empathy while we're together today? (sighs) Yes, of course. Yes, yes. I'm going to need to do some serious meditating. I just can't get over this anger. Oh, neither can I. This overwhelms you with anger. Tell me about that other feeling. Fear. I'm scared. Percy, I'm terrified. The anger shows up, and then there's all this fear. What's it about, do you think? Not sure. I just. 
you know, I've never been to your office. I like it. It's lighter than I thought it would be, but I don't think I've ever been here. You always meet me somewhere else. You keep yourself busy. Is that where you? I don't think busy is inherently bad. I think you got to look at what's behind it, though. Are you doing it to avoid feeling? I don't think so. Well, what keeps you busy then? Oh, man, I am interested in everything. (laughs) No, not worried about it one bit. (sighs) I like that you meet me out there. I think that might be part of today. I just feel really static. I understand that. You're used to taking action on something, and this anger is requiring a lot of thought with hardly any action. (sighs) Okay, if I can't do anything physically, is there something mentally that I can do? Let's list off the tools. You feel angry while you're ruminating about the progression of the abuse in your relationship. What tools might be relevant here? So there's mantra, break the cycle, delay, distract. Um, What about map it backwards? You know, that's one I don't really know much about. I didn't really understand the first time they explained it in group. It can be a little tricky. Let me use what you just told me. You started at the beginning of your relationship and talked about events from beginning to end. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, let's try reversing it. Try talking about the same lie, but this time start at the end. Instead of thinking about what he said in the love bomb phase, what did he say at the end during the discard? Oh, I was too demanding. And then in the middle? That I cared too much about myself and my own interests. Right now, the beginning. He said that he would always love martial arts because of me. Right now, talk to me about what you're feeling there. I'm not as upset. I still feel angry, but there's not that fear underneath. Why do you think that is? Well, I can see things more clearly this way for sure. It's odd how knowing the end makes it easier to see the lie. Yeah, I don't feel great about it though. It'll take some time for your brain to get used to having an interaction with what your abuser did without feeling that pain and fear. It's really, really weird, but it seems to be helping. I can feel your emotions calming, except (sighs) the fear. Tell me more about it. It's always, always there whenever there's anger. Why? I think, I think I'm afraid of what's going to happen when the anger fizzles out. What's going to happen? What if the anger goes away and I don't have the energy left to keep myself safe anymore? Valid and important question. What would happen? Let's take it to the worst case scenario. What's the worst case? Uh, That I leave here too early. The anger fizzles out and then I go back to my abuser. Tell me why none of that is actually possible. (sighs) Oh. Well, in the first place, relationships aren't allowed in rehab, so no way I could ever even be able to contact him. There's something else, Julia. Your abuser chose not to continue with rehab. He's transferring to the community. So he's never coming back? Never. Okay, well, uh, that's going to challenge that fear. You're feeling empowered by that information. Yes. Will you take a moment to remember where you were a year ago, how you were feeling? Oh, I was doubting if I was even in an abusive relationship while sitting in the ER from his last physical assault. And six months ago? All I wanted to do was call him, touch him, be with him. 
And now? I'm powered. <laughs> Julia, did you see how we mapped those events? Yeah, forward. How do you feel? Better. So, why does that work forward now? When you're dealing with health and order, forward thinking helps rebuild positive outlooks. When you're dealing with toxicity and disorder, you have to map it backwards so you can see through the lies and not get drawn into the toxic conditioning or gaslighting again. <laughs> That's cool. I don't sense as much fear now. No, I feel really calm, solid. You deserve to feel that stability. I'm going to miss you. <laughs> I'm going to miss you too. Uh, Percy, can I come in? Oh, Julia, I'm sorry. Oh, no, it, we were just finishing. I'm going to run to the last yoga session over at the Health Lodge. Good to see you, Feeney. Percy, be well. Bye, Julia. Feeney, what is it? The senator is in my office. The Senator Alcorn? Yes, she wants to see us both right away. We didn't have a side check planned, right? No. You okay? I'm nervous. When it comes to the senator... Nervous. Oh, Feeny, she adores you. Yeah, yeah, hurry, okay? Phoenix, Persephone, delighted to see you both. Senator, I'm glad you're here, but a little... Uh... Hello. Phoenix, Persephone, I'm pleased to introduce Ben. He's a family friend. Hmm. Glad to meet you. And you. I've heard a lot about you both. No, you seem familiar to me somehow. Have we met? Not, not that I know. I'm certain I've never met you. No, <laughs> and I'm pleased to make your acquaintance. Let's have a seat, shall we? What brings you to us, Ben? The senator. She invited me to visit with her. Oh, wonderful. Uh, tell me about yourself. Any friend of the senator's and all. Persephone, let's let them talk and you and I can go for a walk. Is that all right? Yes. Ben, you're all right? Phoenix seems a good sort. Go. Have a lovely walk. This is a hell of a place. I, I don't think I've ever seen a government facility this beautiful. Uh, what's the word? Zen. Yes. That. Exactly. Like, <laughs> like you read my thoughts. Stellar. Ben, I'll be walking the hall. Persephone? How was your flight? I'm going to be blunt. As always, and you know I prefer it. Yes, good. We're close to our funding deadline, and there's a few members of the committee who aren't sold on the reintegration successes equaling the fiscal burden the committee is responsible for dispersing. What can we do? I brought you Ben. He's in recovery. Not a romantic relationship. It was a business partnership gone bad, then turned abusive. I don't keep up with the civilian trials these days. I hadn't heard about any. There wasn't a trial. The partner made it to Venezuela. Oh. We have no plans to retrieve him with all the asylum issues in play. Right, Venezuela. They're part of the Anti-Heightened Receptor Alliance? Yes. They've been great at negotiations, but things are really fragile right now, so we're not pushing it. Percy, I... Need this to work. There's a lot riding on it. I don't know how you always do it, but yes, that's exactly what I was just thinking. Ben won't have a true intake because he won't have a perpetrator in rehab. Can you make sure he's admitted with full accommodation in the VIP lodge? He wants to be in residence, but he needs the latitude to run his business. As Feeney said, any friend of the senator's. 
not to be vulgar, but he's well-known throughout all the right circles in D.C. and has contributed generously to the campaign of every senator on our committee. If he makes it through a trip to the Haven, completely healed, it could be the extremely, well, connected push we need to have our funding renewed and other expansion plans offered, as we've discussed. Of course. Absolutely. I'm going on leave today, but I'll discuss everything with Feeney and I'll ensure Ben's assigned to our best and brightest. Congratulations again. I'm happy for both you and Atreya. Thank you, Senator. How much danger are we in exactly? We've got 18 months to prove we're not in danger at all. I'll pass that along to Feeney. We'll get to work. Let me do my job. This reformation is too important to let fall into committee abyss. Are you staying the night? No, I need to leave now. I'll go handle things with Ben. Good luck. We don't need luck. We've got the research. And the support from a devoted senator. After everything you've already done, you've still got our backs. Thank you for everything. Safe travels. Beanie, Ben. Oh, Percy. As you can see, we went for a walk ourselves. I wanted to show Ben the VIP lodge. Oh, that works because he'll be assigned here. Oh, you're coming to stay with us? Um, yeah. I've been, uh... Through something difficult. Senator Alcorn filled me in a bit. Well, that was, that was kind of her. Ben, would you like to sit down? Yeah, thank you. I, uh, I, I don't know how to start with something like this. Well, without a trial, there's a lot of typical intake steps we haven't been able to do for you. For example, you didn't get a chance to testify or tell your side of the story. You also didn't get to see your abuser assigned based on his crimes. Um, my abuser? That seems a little strong, don't you think? Well, tell us about reporting him. How did you and the senator connect about it? Senator Alcorn? I approached her. I, I wasn't sure if what, I'd, if what I'd been through was enough to qualify as abuse. Well, that's understandable. Ben, I'd like your permission to use my empathy while we're talking today. Would that be all right? You've got to ask permission? Always. We always ask. Every session and every advocate in every session will ask. I'd like your permission, too. Well, don't you just, just have your spidey sense up all the time? Spidey sense? <laughs> That's a new one. It's, spidey. it's from a comic book. Oh, yeah, right. Spider-Man? Oh, I loved those when I was a kid. Now, it isn't like that. We have surface-level things we can read, but we never go farther without permission. And the police? Consent is Directive 1 for the entire justice system. After all the atrocities of the war, we can't afford to go back to that horrific violation. No one will read you without permission. Your rights as a citizen supersede that, always. Hmm. Um, yeah, I, okay. Read me all you want. There's a great deal of anger here. Is it related to the rights? The consent? Mm, yeah. Couldn't you tell? I can read your emotions. I can't read your thoughts. Ah, so it's, it's all about this uh, empathizing. Oh, yeah. We are going to empathize with you so hard. <laughs> 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 yeah, okay. Thank you. The consent thing kind of gets me. Uh, I guess it's because I've, I've lost so much because of my uh, abuser. 
You're really, really angry about what you've lost. Would you like to talk more about that? It, um... Yeah, he's... He's really... Listen, I... I'm not that great at talking like this. I've, I've never been to therapy before. It's okay. This isn't like traditional talk therapy. Uh, but you are going to need to talk a little, though. <laughs> Maybe more than a little. Ben, what if we start with this? What drove you to seek out Senator Alcorn? Uh, yeah, I, I'm not sure if she told you that my, my partner and I were trying to structure a venture when things went kind of south. I've, I've never done something like that before. I'm used to negotiations, but my, my partner seemed to just get frustrated with me all the time. I thought it was because I was so inexperienced. Mm. Do you want to tell me about that bundle of emotions that just came up? There's a few pretty overwhelming feelings in there. I'm sensing a lot of despair. Yeah. Y yes. I, I felt like I couldn't get it right. L listen, I'm used to working with all types. In my early days as an attorney, I had clients that really wound me up. They'd get me mad because they thought that they knew more than anyone. Real jackasses. But over the years, I learned how to just let the small stuff go. And then I started representing the bigger entities and DC and I... I learned how to deal with truly awful people. I just just had to back off, but man, the money was so good. Anyway, my partner, he made all the small stuff suddenly impossible to deal with. He'd take the smallest matter and turn it into this days-long battle of wills. And Then I found out that he wasn't properly dividing compensation. My office manager told me that we hadn't received payment in 60 days. I'd been taking his calls and texts day and night for weeks, giving myself heartburn over missing any of his communication. And when I asked him about it, he completely flipped out. It was my fault. And suddenly I was the cheat because I hadn't delivered. Oh, Ben, that's terrible. And you took that to Senator Alcorn? N not, not to report him, just to ask. I wasn't sure how to talk about what was happening. I didn't even know abuse could exist like this. I thought that that was all marriage stuff, domestic violence, you know, stuff like that. Ben, there's a lot of pain when you talk about the marriage stuff. Do you want to talk more about that now? No, no. Of course, you're leading the way here. Absolutely. Ben, what about this? If you could safely send your abuser a message... You could tell him one thing and have him just listen, really, really understand. What would you tell him? I'd never thought of that. I'm not sure what I'd say. I'd say that I'd say that he was a jackass to start, but beyond that, I'm still getting used to the idea of it being labeled abuse. I, I just thought he was another Washington bully. Bullying is a form of abuse, Ben. Uh, is it okay to ask for a break? I, I, I really have a few calls I need to make, and, and you know, I, I need to return some emails. Of course. We just need to go over two important things, and we'll have a staff assistant bring you an intake packet. The first is no contact. Your abuser has set it up so you'll constantly be in contact with him, whether texting or calling or in your brain obsessing about him. Going no contact is similar to detox. It can be really debilitating, but we strongly recommend cutting him off completely and going cold turkey. 
Well, we haven't spoken in three weeks already. He hasn't called. Ben, the pain you feel when you talk about that, it's normal. And I'm so sorry you're going through that. Me too. <laughs> you too. I... Like you've done this before or something. I told you. Empathy. <laughs> yeah, well, it's kind of nice. Uh, I don't usually get this chance to be all touchy-feely and stuff. It's, well, it's nice just to have someone know how much it hurts. It does hurt. And you do a great job of making it look good. No one would ever know that it hurt that much. How did you know I needed to hear that? I, it's my biggest concern. What if, what if things get... What if this gets in the way of everything I'm trying to build? Like you said, we've done this a lot. There's certain patterns of pain after emotional abuse. Just terrible that it's that common. Sadly, that's why the Haven exists at all. We aim to make the healing uniquely yours, though. That starts with taking back a little of your power. Don't reach out to him. Block him on all channels. It can be tough. In my case, it's fairly easy. <laughs> No way in hell he's going to contact me and give away his location. Oh, Ben. Just admitting that hurts. I can't imagine what you've been through, shouldering this all alone. I can't... I can't afford to get... sad about it, though. I know you have calls to make. I just want you to know that I'm here while we get your intake complete. You will be assigned another advocate, too. I, I just want you to know you have options. Thanks. That's... that's spectacular. Ben, the other thing we wanted to go over with you is broadcasting. We all do a bit of this in the world anyway, but it's particularly helpful here in the Haven. Advocates work with you in session, and then you have some processing time in between. It's important to give you the latitude to choose your speed for healing. More consent stuff? More empowerment stuff. Abuse is inc just incredibly confining. You choosing your speed is meant to help empower you. So... In between sessions, if you need your advocate... Or Feeny. Just broadcast whatever you're feeling outward. I thought only empaths could do that. Aha. Everyone has a little bit of a spidey sense. Whoa! <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah, try it. Uh, think of an emotion and think of me hearing it. That simple. Yep. Ha, huh, yep. Just like that. I got that gratitude. Easy. And you're welcome. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I didn't know I could do that. Spidey sense indeed. Can I not call Percy that way? I'm headed out on maternity leave. My wife is due in the next week. Oh, awesome. Congratulations. Thanks, Ben. Uh, thanks so much for taking the time today. We'll let you get to those calls. Amy? You ended that pretty quick. Did you sense that sort of change from him at the end? I got a bundle of emotions. What did you read? Something about the baby. And me being gone. He got radio silent internally like he stopped having thoughts altogether. It was really weird. I did hear that. He seemed to be using a meditation technique. After that, I sensed a really loud trigger. That must be it. Or uh, maybe I'm just out of it. You know, Addie's got a lot going on right now with the baby's emotions developing and waking her up at night, plus her super pregnancy hormones and me trying not to sync with her too much. Uh, maybe I'm not on my game. Don't worry about it. I've got Ben. And I heard what you broadcast about the senator's talk. It's why we went over to the VIP lodge. Good. 
You let me know if something changes. I can be back here in only minutes. <sighs> Persephone, go. And don't you dare come back before your leave is over. Remember the old rules? <laughs> Self-care first. I remember. Thank you, dear advocate. <laughs> Good. I will miss having you around, but then again, I'm used to running the place on my own. <laughs> I'll let you have that one, since I'm literally walking out the door to leave you in charge for six months. Thank you for everything, and I'll see you soon. Bye, old friend. <laughs> hey, it's Percy and Feeney here. What you've just heard is a work of fiction, but we know that many listeners are living in a world of pain that isn't fictional at all. At the end of every episode, we're going to include an appendix of sorts. Some things we hope will serve those who live with a reality of fear and pain every day. First, we want to let you know about our website, www.empowering.tools, where we keep an ongoing list of books, websites, hotlines, and many other resources for victims and survivors of toxic relationships. Second, we'd love to hear from you. If you'd like to share your story with us or let us know how the episode impacted you, we'd love for you to reach out. These are deeply emotional things and we want to give you a chance to share. We're a small team, so an in-depth response isn't always possible, but we do read every message we receive. Third, if you're in crisis or you need to find an immediate way out, we recommend joinonelove.org. Simply text LOVEIS to 225-22-STAR to get an immediate response from a peer advocate or call 800 799 7233 for the National Domestic Abuse Hotline. If your abuser is a parent or a non-romantic relationship, there are other resources we've listed on the website that are just for you. A reminder, emotional violence is still violence. You don't need to have bruises on your body to deserve help, and it's okay to feel what you're feeling when you call. Fourth, be safe. For some, getting out will take planning and time. If you know you need help, do what you need in order to safely get away. Lastly, we know how difficult it can be to believe there's hope on the other side of a toxic relationship. Many on our team know the devastatingly difficult steps it takes to get away from an abusive predator. But there is hope. You don't have to do it alone. If you don't have supportive family or friends, you can still find support at the hotlines we mentioned earlier or at a local hospital or shelter. Thousands of survivors have made it out. Getting out and reclaiming your freedom can be your story. We believe in you. We believe in your future. And, and we, we believe, believe in, in your, your right to, to that freedom. freedom. 